Hello, I'm Dr. Charlene and welcome to my podcast, a podcast where I share simple yet scientifically tested methodologies to help you live the good life. In today's episode, I'm going to discuss cognitive distortions in general. I'm specifically going to look at catastrophizing, which is a specific cognitive distortion. So I will start off with what catastrophizing is and then also how to deal with it. Before we continue, please subscribe to this podcast and feel free to share it. Who knows, but perhaps someone needs to hear this message today. And it's a free podcast, so all we ask is that you subscribe and share it. Also, if you found this to be valuable, please leave a five-star review. If you are looking for more resources, we are always looking at updating our website. So have a look at my website, drsharlene.co.za, where you will find my blogs. I really hope that this podcast will benefit you. Mental disorders are on the rise as a result of cognitive distortions. Now, perhaps you think that this is only meant for mentally ill people, but you might find you are doing these things yourself. A cognitive distortion is an irrational or maladaptive thought process. It's a biased way of thinking that continue to emotional, behavioral and relational difficulties. Cognitive distortions are ways in which our mind convinces us that something is the truth when it really isn't. Now, a cognitive distortion is not a cognitive disorder. It's also not a mental illness. They are ways of thinking that often are inaccurate and negatively biased. And cognitive distortions usually develop over time in response to either adverse events or just ways of how we have been trained to think and how we have been trained to talk. They can, however, cause a mental illness like anxiety and depression. Now, the root cause of cognitive distortions is flawed thinking, which stems from either insecurity, low self-esteem, or just the way that we have been developed as individuals. These negative filters distort reality and in turn lead to negative or stressful emotions. Now we don't really want to consider ourselves having low self-esteem or that we are insecure. But when we start digging deeper into these things and into ourselves, and we do some introspection, we will find that the root cause of it is really insecurity and low self-esteem. In effect, A negative feedback loop develops when thoughts stir up feelings, which in turn trigger more negative thoughts. So, as you can see, a loop starts happening, a feedback loop starts happening. When we think something, it goes into emotions, emotions affect the way that we behave, and behavior affects the way that we think, and again emotions, and again behavior. So we actually construct feedback loops as we're going along, and those feedback loops can either be negative or they can be positive. So there are many different ways of thinking distortively, like a distorted way of thinking or um, incorrect thinking patterns. And there are numerous cognitive distortions. I'll mention a few like dichotomization and overgeneralization, personalization, 
But today we are really just focusing and zoning in on catastrophizing. Now, a good example is probably COVID or any pandemic or situation that's been severe that we had to deal with. I mean, in our area, we had to deal with electricity um, outages. We've had to deal with drought. And now we've got to deal with COVID. And so sometimes you think this will just never be the end of it. I mean, when we were going through a drought for three years, I just thought we were never going to recover. But it's impossible to think that something will never, ever recover. Because it always does. Now, catastrophizing is assuming that the worst will happen. And you believe that you are in a worse situation than what you really are, or you're exaggerating the difficulties that you face. Let's take an example of the droughts and also of COVID. When we were facing the drought, there was always a way out. There were ways that we could manage our water um, supply differently. There were ways that we could um, change the way that we were using water. There were change. There was a way that we could change our thinking towards um, living and and just living in a way that we really take, took greater care. And the same with COVID. There was a time where there was severe lockdown and no one really knew what was going to happen. But in the end, things do start changing and different kinds of regulations are put in place to protect us. Now, catastrophizing is a symptom of many, many mental illnesses and it can affect your quality of life. For example, someone might be worried that they will not get a job interview. So they don't really send their CV out. From there, they might assume that failing to get the job interview, they will never get a job. They might also conclude that this means they'll never be financially stable. And if they're not financially stable, they might never afford to buy a vehicle or afford to buy a house. So this kind of individual really expects disaster to strike no matter what. And a phrase that anchors catastrophizing is what if. In our mind, we think about a problem and we use what if questions to strengthen that problem. Many successful people have failed to get a job interview. You will definitely not be the first. And who says you will never get a job interview? Who says you'll never get a job? And failing at getting a job interview is not proof that you won't be financially stable. Now, if you catastrophize, you might not be able to acknowledge that you are catastrophizing. And it is easy to dismiss catastrophizing as over-exaggeration. It is easy to over-exaggerate, but for some people who do this, it's often not intentional or it's not that simple. Often, they don't realize that they are actually doing it. For them, it feels like they have no control over their worries and eventually it impacts their health. Now, catastrophizing is associated with anxiety disorders and depression such as generalized anxiety disorder, we refer to it as GAD, G-A-D, or PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, and also OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. We're assuming that the worst will always happen and that leads to feelings of hopelessness. Now, constantly feeling hopeless can lead to depression. 
While it might feel overwhelming, there are many ways to treat catastrophizing. And if you have the tendency to catastrophize, it is best to talk to a professional person that can help. We have helped many people through cognitive distortions before it actually hits anxiety or depression. And even though they've got anxiety and depression, we've helped them to correct their way of thinking. It starts with the conditioning of the mind. And so how do we do that? Well, we don't want to do fortune telling because that in itself is also a cognitive distortion. But we want to start predicting realistically. Just because, cognitive, just because catastrophizing is a common cognitive distortion, it does not mean that you should accept it as the norm. Now, when we start looking at predicting realistically to counter catastrophizing, we call this a cognitive clarity. We've got to see catastrophizing for what it is. The first step is to think like a scientist. Now, we don't always want to think like a scientist, but go with the odds as opposed to thinking that the worst case scenario will actually plan out. Look at it all, the information at your disposal. Of course, things won't always work out the way we'd like to, and bad things do happen. Yes, they do. But if you look closely, so much of that is beyond your control. Now, focus on what is within your control first. Decide to see things broadly and realistically. Many neurorhythms, and this is something that I will cover in upcoming podcasts, of catastrophizing has its origin in childhood when we were more vulnerable and we've had less power. Whether the situation we face was traumatic or not, we have learned to catastrophize. Now these neurorhythms they take place and they are developed through a process of operant conditioning. Now, operant conditioning is a learning method that associates um, itself with rewards and punishments for a particular behavior or positive or negative. So if you do something in a specific way, um, then you're expecting a positive um, reward for it. Or if you do something in a negative way or you behave differently and you expect a negative outcome, then that is also operant conditioning because you're expecting a, pun a punishment and so therefore you will react or behave in a certain way. But now as an adult, you can remind yourself that you have more power and tools to handle situations when they do go wrong. So in summary, today's podcast, we spoke to, or I spoke to, what catastrophizing is, and how you can use cognitive clarity like predicting realistically to counter catastrophizing. I'm Dr. Charlene and thank you for listening to my podcast.